Awaken to hair growth. Awaken to hair growth because there is possibility to get your hair back. Awaken to hair growth because we're not told that we're able to conquer and overcome alopecia. Awaken to hair growth because I want to be a positive light and beacon for you because I've healed my alopecia and now I help others do the same. With different types of alopecia, men, women, children of all ages, of all races and ethnicities. Hi everybody and welcome back to another episode with Alopecia Angel and Alopecia Awakening, the podcast. And today's topic is fertility. And on a personal note, I chose to go the holistic and natural route with all organic methods to heal my alopecia because of fertility. This was the main reason. This was the main cause. Yes, I wanted my hair back, but I didn't want to sacrifice another aspect of my health because of hair. I didn't want to sacrifice my liver, my kidney, or anything else that I was reading from articles of people who had undergone years of uh, trials, of medical trials, or new medicine that was out there, or also um, alopecia meds that after you know months or years of using it, had deteriorated their health even further. So take away the hair, but then now their health is at stake even more so than before. And this was something that when I started reading these articles, when I started seeing that people from in different countries were experiencing the same thing, I said, no. And on top of it, you know, when I first went to different doctors looking for a solution, looking for help, some of the doctors did prescribe, uh, you know, creams, did prescribe the steroid injections, did prescribe all this other stuff, but no one, not one person talked about side effects. Not one person talked about ramifications. Not one person said, Hey, this potentially could harm your fertility. And so then when I started doing my own research, I was like, Nope, hold the phone, hold all the meds. I'm off it. I don't believe in your half-hearted solutions. I don't believe in your mediocre band-aids because that's what they are. They're band-aids. All the medications that were prescribed to me, none of it worked. And none of it worked because they don't work. That's the problem. It's like, why are you prescribing something that doesn't work? And if you are going to prescribe something that doesn't work, at least have the, at least have the decency to say, Hey, guess what? The chances of this working is less than 10%. Give me the real data, but no, no doctor said that to me. I had to go fish for it myself. And, you know, by the time I actually did, I was, you know, alarmed. I was upset, frustrated with the system and, you know, seeing more doctors didn't help me. And maybe my story resonates with you because a lot of my clients tell me the same thing. They've seen doctor after doctor after doctor with no help, no healing and no hair. So circle back, where does this bring us to? Well, this brings us to fertility and, you know, maybe you're the adult, you're the parent and you're the one with a 10 year old or a 15 year old. And you're like, what does fertility have to do? Or how does this affect my child? Well, of course it has Uh, And of course it will affect your child. So if you decide to give them the medications, look to see if there's any ramifications or side effects. And ideally 
don't even do the medicine route because it will affect them one way or another, long-term or otherwise. So let me go ahead and give you an example. I came across somebody who reached out to me and she was a parent of uh, her son and her son had started using this medication, Propecia. It's for alopecia, but for boys only for men. And um, he started using it at the age of 15. By the time he was 30 years old, he was already having erectile dysfunction and signs of impotency. And so this is a problem when you're 15 years old, you're taking the medication because your parents have decided this to help you. And yet there's this other side effect that the child clearly didn't have any aware of. And more than likely the parents weren't aware of either, because I don't think any parent would purposely do that to their child. And many times because your seven to 10 minute visit with the doctor is only that seven to 10 minutes, there's not enough time to go over the potential side effects negative um, that come with using such medication. Now I have another friend, um, a close friend of mine, actually, who married somebody who's been on this since he was 25. He's now over, uh, over 40 and has been using this for over 20 years and they can't have kids. And, you know, this is a problem. And it's, and a lot of times when it comes to fertility, a lot of people like to put the blame and point fingers at the, at the female. And I will say, you know, it takes two. And hopefully your doctors are telling you the same because it's not just a matter of IVF and and it'll work, or it's not just a matter of the female. Nope. It's also the male and the male um, portion of conceiving is just as important. And it really is. And so um, for those of you who are later in, in the stage of, let's say having children, let me just go ahead and say plus 35 and over and older, you know, it's, it's always possible to have children and it's always possible to have healthy children. But, you know, when you decide to do that, you know, both of you, male and female, uh, need to be on the same page, need to be, you know, taking care of their diets, need to be, um, upgrading their supplements, need to be doing so much to really, bring out the best possible outcome for you, the best possible child, right? This is what we want. And I say this also from experience because I had my first baby at 40 years of age, 40. And it was a healthy pregnancy with no pain, no gestational diabetes, no nothing. I also say this because conceiving was very easy and um, no IVF needed. I had a natural birth at home, mind you, and everything went well. And why is it that, uh, you know, at my age, I'm able to do this and others who I know of who are 10 and 20 years younger than me are having complications. There's a problem there. It's a lot of it is preparation, but then the other side to that could be, um, knowledge or guidance. So for example, here in the Netherlands, Um, when I got pregnant, I started to do a comparison, uh, from the U S and I started to see what it is that the government or, you know, the agencies here or how they handle pregnancy, because I was at the Netherlands and at the time that I was pregnant, I, I needed to, you know, to navigate these waters since I was in another country 
And because it was also during COVID and I wasn't going to be able to fly back to the U S and, you know, get my regular checkups. Um, so because of COVID and because of living in a different country, navigating these waters was very important to me. What did I find out? I found out many things that made me think that the Netherlands was in the middle ages of how, or the stone ages really of how they see certain things and how they promote certain things. So for example, they think a prenatal is optional. And in my book, a prenatal cannot be optional. It is a basic necessity for anyone wanting to get pregnant and conceive and have healthy children. But the prenatal is not enough. The prenatal prenatals in general that are out there on the market are insufficient. You have to add in more things. And I don't want to make this about conceiving and, uh, you know, having a healthy pregnancy, but this is just one aspect in one country currently where they think that the prenatal is optional when it's not, it's blasphemy to think so. And so moving forward, uh, fertility is an option and it's a choice that we're all given at birth, but at the same time, you want to keep those options open, not just for you, but then also for your children. If you're the parent having the child go through alopecia, you want to make sure that nothing's going to hinder their possibilities and their choices in the future. And in order to do so, this is why you would want to go holistic and natural, supporting their body, supporting their bodies naturally versus intervening with trials of new medications that are out there or, you know, giving them allergy meds. I've had some parents tell me that their doctors recommend allergy meds. And this is, this is just contrary to, to, to what actually works. This is contrary to, to what's actually even good for them. And so this is a problem. First off, there's a lot of misinformation there's not enough information. And at the same time, when you do consult the experts, they're not giving you the full, the full information at all. And so, um, again, when it comes to fertility, protect your choices and protect your right. Not saying that everyone has to have kids. Everyone should have kids. No, this is your choice, but at the same time, conserve your choice and make sure that that choice is is optional and available to you. And then for those of you who, um, who are in your thirties or forties and still want kids or thinking of conceiving or thinking of wanting uh, children, just to let you know that I feel personally that going through alopecia, having to unlearn and relearn everything in regards to health allowing myself to support my, my body, to take away the blind spots, not only allowed me to grow my hair back and get healthy, but then also allowed me to upgrade my fertility and upgrade the possibilities of conceiving easily, having a fantastic pregnancy and, um, not having any, any complications. And, you know, just like with growing my hair back, if I can do it, you can do it. If I can have a fantastic pregnancy at the age of 40, you can do it too. And you can do it whether you're 40, 45, you can do it whether you're 35 or 30 or 25 or whatever it, you know, and what I like to say to my friends who haven't had babies yet is that it's a marathon. It's something you need to prepare for. It's not just about taking a prenatal and being done. It's, 
it's something you should really prepare for. And I did, I did prepare for it. I prepared for it, mind, body, and spirit. And it's, um, that, that I, I think that's the best way when you can have the time to prepare for it. And for those of you who've done my program, the hair and heel program, I talk, I have a module for, uh, conception and for conceiving and things that would upgrade your possibilities and chances. And I do have many success stories of women who've done my program. And then after two months, three months later, they get pregnant. And when they've been already trying and nothing has helped, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a breakthrough, there's a breakthrough in health, there's a breakthrough in hair growth. And it's all about unlearning to relearn. You need to unlearn what you think is right and relearn the true steps to health, the true natural steps to health, because health does not come in a bottle. It doesn't come in medication. It doesn't come in the steroids. It doesn't come in the creams. It doesn't come in your shampoo. It doesn't come in your serums. It doesn't come in so many forms. Health does not come in that way. Health is multiple factors. It's a holistic sense of what true health looks like. And you can see it from the outside in. You can really see it. This is why people have you know, glowing skin and, you know, have a certain mood because they're healthy, right? If we're not in a good mood, if we're, uh, don't have clear skin, if we have ridges on our nails, if we're losing our hair, these are all signs of bad health, not bad health forever, but bad health currently. And we can change our current state. We can change our current mood. We can change our behaviors. We can change our habits. We can change our, our skin, we can change our hair, how much it grows, the health of the hair. Does it break? Does it not break? Do I have the bald spots? Can I regrow the bald spots? Absolutely. You can regrow it all, but the work has to be done and the health starts within. And this is what I teach. And so again, moving back when it goes to fertility, this is probably the biggest and the best uh, positive side effect that I've received after going through alopecia, because I think, you know, if you listen back to episode one, when I was diagnosed with alopecia, I had just met my husband and that was the next step for me. Right. You know, I had met my, my forever man and wanted to get married and wanted to have kids and wanted that next step. And I was already at that precarious age in my thirties. And, you know, there's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of unknowns. Like, will I be able to get pregnant? Will it be so easy? Will it be this? Will it be that? And you hear a lot of horror stories. You really do. And I feel bad for, for our society in general, who that's all we have to go off of is the horror stories, the horror stories of alopecia, the horror stories, how it doesn't come back. The horror stories, how you're going to go bald and lose your eyebrows and eyelashes. The horror stories, how there's no cure. The horror stories, that there's no, no one who's over, uh, who's overcome it and, and, you know, who's lived to tell the story. And the same thing happens when it comes to conceiving and fertility. There's all these horror stories, but let me give you the happy stories. Let me give you the successful stories that yes, you can heal your hair. Yes. You can reverse alopecia universalis, alopecia totalis, alopecia areata, telogia fluvium, diffuse alopecia, traction alopecia, and so much more. You really can. And the same goes for fertility. Uh, there's a podcast actually that I referenced when I was 
um, going through my journey of, uh, you know, conceiving and whatnot. And it was for a podcast of over, I think it was called like women who conceive over 40 or something of this nature. I forget what it was. And they had all these brilliant, happy stories of people who were having babies over the age of 40. Now, mind you, I was in my early forties at this point, um, or like late thirties, late thirties, early forties, but I'm always planning ahead. So uh, I love hearing stories of people who are 43, 46 and having their firstborn. And that, um, that was one podcast that I came about this one episode where this lady, she was 46 years old and had her first baby naturally conceived naturally and had a vaginal birth at 46. Now, how beautiful is that? And it's these stories that don't get a lot of press. It's these stories that don't get a lot of uh, showtime, so to speak, because they should. They're, they're beautiful everyday stories from everyday people. And it gives you the bright side of things instead of, you know, this doom and gloom of your fertility and this biological window that's closing on you or the doom and gloom of hair loss. When in reality, there are ways to upgrade both. There's ways to upgrade your whole health and it's mind, body, and spirit approach. And I think for fertility, it's, it's much of the same. It's a mind, body, spirit approach, but, um, they all work in, you know, continuum with the, with each other and they're all connected. And so I think with this in mind, you can move forward with this in mind, you can break barriers with this in mind, you can achieve what you want. And for all of you probably listening, this is hair growth. You all want hair growth. And this is definitely achievable. And for those of you who didn't know, there's a lot of medications out there uh, for alopecia that do hinder fertility, that do hinder other areas of your health. I have a free PDF. I'll link to it in the show notes. I have a free PDF of all the medications that cause hair loss, but then also all the alopecia specific medications that ruin other parts of your health and also all the negative side effects and ramifications for each one, for each, um, you know, cause there are different types of alopecia meds out there. So I want to give you and offer those free two PDFs for you because this is essential. No one's given this information out. And this is very, very important uh, for you to learn, for you to understand and um, to discuss, right? Because no one's discussing it with me, uh, with you, and no one discussed it with me. So I definitely want you to know and have this info. So thank you again for listening. I look forward to our next episode together. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Alopecia Angel podcast, a positive light in healing alopecia. You can do this and we can help. Spread the word that reversing alopecia is possible by telling your friends and family.